We're live. Welcome back to Everything EOS, the most corona-free EOS podcast and the longest-running EOS podcast. I am here with Eve LaRose, co-founder and CEO of EOS Nation and authors of the new EOS WPS. And today's episode is sponsored by Up and Up Disinfectant Wipes. Get your wipes today. It's a pandemic. Not trying to make any jokes. But the no jokes, people should be yeah. washing their hands more frequently uh, than right. usual. This is a proven, proven and reliable way to uh, ensure that you limit the spread of <laughs> any potential virus or bacteria that you may be carrying. All right. All right. I think we got to get into what people wanted. They wanted to hear about the WPS. Uh, they EOS did. Nation, you guys put out uh, an amazing explainer video. So um, I, I think anyone who watched it, and went to the uh, eoswps.io site. It's in the description of this video. If you go to either of the links in that video, in the video, it'll be a great explainer of the WPS. But we're gonna we're going to be having this conversation today with the expectation that you did not see any of the introductory material. So some of this might be redundant, but I'm sure the conversation is going to go much much deeper than than what mm. uh, has been made available so far. That's the idea. That's the idea. So we'll we'll kind of cover the basics. Uh, because uh, as well as some people weren't too sure exactly. So if you have any questions, feel free to ask in the chat and then we'll go deeper as well because uh, you put some, you put a voice uh, post up and then you got a bunch of questions and, and, and comments. Mm -hmm. And so we'll be answering going through one by one. We'll be going, yeah, we'll do an AMA. So anyone in the live chat right now, we got 24 people. Hopefully that'll uh, go up as we go along. If you have any questions, leave them in the live chat. I've got uh, screenshots. If you've left feedback on my voice post or a couple places in Telegram, Twitter, I probably got some screenshots lined up. We'll be addressing a, a lot of the uh, uh, comments, feedback, and even objections uh, throughout uh, this episode. Um, let's start this off. So every time I talk about the WPS, I make assumptions that people know what a worker proposal system is in the first mm. place. So before we even get into like what's unique with this one, why don't you give the quick rundown on what a worker proposal is in the first place? So I guess it really depends, but in, in this particular case or in the, the case of what our intention was and what the vision was with, with a worker proposal system, the way that we've designed it is really to give access to funds uh, to those who normally would not be having funds within the current parameters of the system. So in EOS right now, there's 1% inflation that is going towards the block producers. And really that 1% is, is going really to block production at this point especially with voter rebates and kind of the dividends are being given back to token holders, that the, the inflation that currently exists and as it currently exists is really for that base layer block production, base level security, network validation, all that beautiful stuff at the very, very base core level. Now, at the same time, one of the things that's important in an ecosystem is to be able to have funds available somehow so that people can build on top of that. And uh, we have a couple of different models or a couple of different e uh, different blockchains or, or tokens or projects within the blockchain realm that have WPS systems. And these systems essentially have funds allocated to them or earmarked within the system to be able to then fund particular projects in any way, shape or form. And then we'll get in the details of how it's going to be done uh, through our proposal. Uh, and so there's different mechanisms, but through a mechanism that is chosen, uh, and obviously everything is on chain, then you're able to allocate funds to particular projects to do particular things uh, and essentially try and grow, either retain talent or attract new talent into the ecosystem in question. 
Uh, and there's a couple of projects that have very, very successful, uh, I guess, WPS systems and are kind of the, the benchmark of, of, uh, of what I guess we could consider successful WPS systems uh, within the blockchain space. I was really impressed. We had a we had a long conversation yesterday, which is what led to us uh, wanting to do this li <laughs> yeah. live stream today. And you're, you're super well researched. So the decisions that were made that went into this WPS were all data driven. Mm. So you, you've looked at what five years worth of Dash. Uh, what, what's theirs called? I, I can't remember. So I would just call I call it the Dash it's, WPS. It's a, I don't know if they actually have the a, same a, a name, but yes. Budget proposal system. Okay, sorry. Mm. Uh, the Bose, you've been very active on the on the Bose uh, EOSIO blockchain. Yeah. Talos, uh, Wax just launched theirs today. We're not going to talk about that one because it's not implemented yet, so we don't have history of the data. Um, so, do what I should we go into the data first, or should we go into the introductory of or overview of the? EOSIO? We can talk about the the general sense of what the data and, and how we ended up. I guess how we ended up coming with up with this particular version that we're proposing, and and if the people have seen the video, and uh, th then they will have seen kind of that aspect. But if not, we'll go over it to you know in in the next hour or so, anyways. Mm -hmm. um, so originally, just to, to really really backtrack, even prior to uh, EOS mainnet launching, the general idea in the white paper for EOS was that there was going there was going to be at the time 5% of inflation 1% being directed to the block producers and 4% going into this kind of WPS system um, and over time that did not materialize you know we'll, we'll kind of TLDR that but the idea was that there was still going to have kind of that component there was a a, a group of individuals that uh, proposed a, a WPS style system, uh, their version of what it could look like about a year and a half ago. And unfortunately, it just didn't really go, uh, it didn't really get widespread adoption, didn't really go where they wanted it to go. And so that idea got, got stopped. Um, and then and then the, the mainnet went through a bunch of different iterations. And the, the general idea was, uh, and kind of what picked out of that was that Folks, including B1, were not really looking towards having a WPS that would be taking into uh, taking funds from inflation or relying on inflation in order to be able to fund itself. Uh, and during this period of time, we uh, at the Austin Nation started designing and developing a couple of tools that then fed or are feeding kind of the data and why we're presenting the WPS the way we are today. Um, and one of them was the referendum. And so we were, we were key uh, builders of the referendum system. And so we learned a lot from the reference, referendum system in terms of actual EOS token holder uh, behavior. So that, that is very crucial and very important in, in why we chose certain parameters the way that we chose them in the WPS that we're proposing. Uh, the other thing, uh, because again, the referendum system uh, obviously didn't have any funds attached or anything like that, but it still gave us an insight on how token holders on EOS do behave. And that, that, that was extremely important. What, uh, the, yeah. what was the highest percentage for even the most supported proposal on oh. the referendum? I, it wasn't 15%. I, I, I it, was, it was the actual, the burn and the remove the burn and the, uh, the removal inflation. And I, I, don't quote me on the numbers. I think it's around 20 million tokens. Mm -hmm. uh, and the percentage is less than 3%. Very, very minimal. Very, mm -hmm. very minimal. And that was the most, uh, the most participated in referendum. Um, but so, but that's a diff different time. So we're comparing or oranges mm -hmm. and apples as well. There was less active tokens at the time, uh, but still very, very minimal. Mm -hmm. um, 
But anyways, we, we kind of thought that that could be a way to design it was with token holder uh, weight. Uh, and so we went about and we had the opportunity and we got invited to design the WPS system on BOSS uh, a little over a year ago now. And so we designed the, the we, we implemented kind of an architecture and designed the WPS system on BOSS and their funding mechanism very, very different than EOS because within the, the creation of BOSS, they already had 100 million BOSS tokens that were earmarked for WPS. So again, not inflation in their case, they already earmarked those tokens. So the equivalent of what block one got in our space, well, BOSS themselves, they just allocated those funds towards a WPS uh, system called the BOSS ecosystem program. And so we developed that and uh, we ran it wild. Basically, it's, it's been running for a year. And we again, we learned a lot about how token holder behavior, whale behavior, uh, proposal behavior. So then we had, especially now, obviously, the markets are very different than they were a year ago. But when Boss first launched, the amount of liquidity that they had, the token value that they had at the time was quite significant. And we were able to see what would a worker proposal system look like under real live conditions. So we gathered data for, for the better part of the year. And, and again, that really uh, fed into the general idea of bringing a worker proposal system back to EOS. So last, uh, last fall, so just before, let's say September, October, uh, there was the EOS community conference in Rio. And at the EOS community conference in Rio, we did bring up the idea of retaining the talent and the idea of a WPS. And uh, I don't recall how many teams exactly participated, but you know, Rio was very well participated. There was a couple of hundred people there, uh, token holders, developers, uh, people from outside of EOS that were just walking into EOS, you know, Ethereum, Bitcoin, uh, and block producers as well. And we had days of unconference, and one of the topics was the WPS. Um, the videos have been shared now. They've been They've been public now for since since October or so. Mm -hmm. um, not not shared enough though. It, it, it's crazy. Enough, so many people yeah. will talk about this stuff, but then you know that they're not like following up on like the research <laughs> or understanding it. But yeah. then they'll come back and sometimes critique or complain <laughs> without like watching the video or, or reading the proposal. But the video you guys that's, put that's, out that's, yesterday is very concise. But yeah, so I mean, if you look well. at what happened in Rio. Uh, in terms of kind of the design, the architecture that that the group came up with, uh, and and kind of what was you know what was thought to be perhaps good parameters to use, are very very similar to what we were proposing in the the latest video that we just proposed. Uh, the main difference is that what we're proposing is even stricter. It's a little bit more conservative. It's actually harder, and I'll I'll get into why we we chose to go that route. Uh, but we made it basically more difficult uh, because one of the big uh, feedbacks that, that that we do get and one of the big concerns is could this potentially be a game could it be used for malicious purposes uh, and so with that in mind we tweak the parameters to make it even harder at first with the idea that if it is successful and if, if this does truly provide uh, more value than it does extract value, then the parameters could be uh, toned down over a period of time. And again, the, the, uh, the data that we gathered through Dash over a five-year period or that we were able to analyze over a five-year period, as well as the boss, as well as referendum, I'll talk about it a little bit later, but it really does show that over a period of time, um, the system will start behaving a little bit more uh, in, in predictable matters. And, and especially the token holders and the, the in our case, the block producers will start be behaving a little bit more predictably in terms of how many are participating and how often they're participating. And those are two very key variables in 
uh, in how you would design a WPS and how you would implement parameters uh, to, to, to basically uh, take into those variables into, a, into account. I think we got to get into the uh, the description. We're 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 getting into the weeds here. I think getting gotta, pretty weedy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think we should just get it get into the the overview here. Are you gonna share your screen, or we want to just walk through? Some yeah, we can. I, I will share my screen just so that while I'm talking, you guys can get a sense. And and I will not be looking at the camera in this case. So you guys should be able to see my screen now. Uh, Zach, maybe yep. you can confirm that you're looking at my screen. So this is EOSWPS.io. I'm already logged in. Lahos uh, and active. Uh, right now, it's currently um, and the, the contracts are, are launched or they're they're running on Jungle. And so if you have a Jungle account, feel free to go to EOSWPS.io, test it out, create a proposal, uh, try to break it. At this point, we're still, I mean, we have a couple of key people that are uh, doing some audit code review, code review and code audit in the back end. And so if you find anything, please submit something in, in GitHub. That's very, very important for us. Um, now, if you so anybody will be able to go and play with this, go for it, should be fairly easy. Um, on the About tab. And so I'm going to share the About tab. And I want to preface this on saying the parameters in Jungle right now have been uh, modified in order to be able to accommodate faster uh, iterations. So typically, the worker proposal system would have a 30-day cycle. Uh, during a, a highly iterative testing phase, we didn't put it to a 30-day voting cycle. We put it to a two-day cycle. That way, you're able to actually see what happens when, uh, when for example, uh, funds are being released or when thresholds pass or don't pass. Uh, we also changed the budget. We also changed the threshold. I think the threshold, instead of plus 20, is plus two. So just please note that what you see on screen is actually a dynamic text and it's pulling from the contract. So the actual parameters, I'll be going through them and I'll, I'll be telling you them now, but they are the ones that are found in the videos that we shared and not necessarily what you see on screen, especially not the bold portions here. So, so just to be clear here, so all of the code required to actually deploy the WPS is in the very final stages being audited basically by third parties to, to make sure it's secure. And once officially proposed, it would only require a 15 out of 21 MSIG to actually make this happen. It's that close. Correct. To and it, well, yeah. So, and it would be, so it, in the video, we talk about kind of our proposal, uh, our, our planned uh, deployment proposal. So it would be in, in three different MSIGs. Uh, but what's important to note is that any change, and this is what's very different from the Dash system. The Dash system uh, has been running for over five years and it's essentially hard-coded. And so that's one of the critiques of the Dash system is it's never been able to adapt. It's successful. People think it brings value, but there are certain things that they would tweak and they simply cannot. We don't have that limitation in EOS IO. We can change and tweak parameters uh, with a 15 out of 21 at, at any given time, right? So it's not easy, but it's possible. And so what we're trying to do right now is prior to, uh, you know, proposing it as an, as an MSIG, make sure that really uh, people are comfortable with the current parameters and, and the proposed parameters, because once it would be, if it were to be approved, mm -hmm. then it would require again, 15 out of 21 every time to let's say close a loophole or change anything in the contracts or change the parameters. So that's exactly where we're at right now. We're in the feedback and informative stage. And that's exactly why we're doing this live stream right now is mm. to inform everyone and answer all the questions and feedback because there's a lot of confusion. Not everyone is an expert on, on, on these WPSs. I, I surely am not. 
<laughs> All right, so let's look at the quick reference guide. And I'll just go over very, very quickly uh, kind of the basic uh, design features of this WPS, the basic parameters of the WPS. So uh, in the proposed uh, WPS system that we built, a, there would be a period duration of 30 days. Uh, what that means is that it's 30 day cycles. Within a 30 day period, proposals go up. And then at the end of the 30 day period, they either are approved because they've passed the threshold or they're not approved because they did not pass the threshold. Um, in order to be approved, you essentially need to meet the requirements at the snapshot date. So on the 30th day at the zero, you know, 12th hour, 24th hour, zero minute, or 59 minute, 59 seconds, and, and, uh, and so on, you need to meet the requirements at that time. Once that new, uh, once that, that next second comes about, and that the period duration comes to a close, the next period comes in. So there are 30 day cycles, 30 day periods. Um, during is it, each, is it yeah, to, make, to make it simple, is it I guess it can't be the first of the month because months sometimes we, have different numbers. Really good days. question, actually. We we originally we tried to code it. That was one of my requests to uh, to the developer team was to put it so that it would be first of the month to last of the month, uh, mm -hmm. just to facilitate and make it easier. And unfortunately, from a tech point of view, uh, it makes things very, very difficult and not so practical. And so it was much better to then have the 30-day cycles. Uh, but I did ask. This was this was actually part of the original uh, design that 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 we had kind of requested to be built. Mm -hmm. um, another thing that's obviously important is how much budget is being uh, avail is made available during that thirty day cycle. So during a thirty day cycle, there's up to twenty five thousand EOS that's made available. What I mean by that is that there's thirty five. 25, sorry, thousand EOS in the, uh, the, in the account, in the, uh, the, in the EOS WPS uh, account. And so at any moment within that period of time, people can put in proposals. And then if at the period close, those proposals, the tally are, is under the 25,000 and they meet the thresholds, then those proposals are funded. However, nothing can go over the 25,000. So what I mean by that is that we're not gonna get one proposal that gets the 25,000. We're likely going to have multiple people that are gonna be proposing items for 1,000 EOS, 5,000 EOS, 2,000 EOS, 500 EOS, 1,500 EOS, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, should let's say all of them for some weird reason pass the threshold, then only up to the 25,000 would get approved. And so there's never more than 25,000 <laughs> available and then whatever is not used simply stays in that account. And the following month was very important. I'll go more into detail later. Every month, the block producers have to re-MSIG and send funds to that account. So at any moment, if they felt that the system was in danger, they would simply not fund it. And so the maximum amount that could ever be, um, I guess, made available and ever be lost for, from, from any kind of malicious event or anything like that would be the 25,000. That's it. Let's this is very, get, very important, critical uh, part of the design that we that we implement. And where do these 25 EOS or 25,000 EOS, where are they coming from? Because it's not inflation. We actually burned no. all the inflation and just turned it off. Inflation. Yes, we yep. just burned inflation. So the fund sources are the legacy pre-REX uh, name fee and RAM fee funds. So prior to REX being implemented on May 1st, 20, uh, 2019, um, there were an accumulated amount of administrative fees from the network. Uh, these amount to roughly 3.5 million EOS. 
Um, and so those since May 1st, all of the funds for the name fees and RAM fees are being funneled into Rex as additional, um, I guess, uh, funds made available or, or for or rewards being available in terms of, uh, of opening the, the value of the Rex tokens. However, prior to May 1st, those funds accumulated and actually a lot of money or a lot of EOS, sorry, went into those funds because right after the mainnet launch, there were a couple of premium names that got sold for very, very hefty prices. Thanks, uh, Rob Finch. <laughs> uh, actually, wait, no, he was kind of a second layer solution. Stardios that, right? was buying them. Stardios, it really, like the majority of the funds came from Stardios. Yeah. Uh, if we look at the EOS that was sold.com, um, uh, .io. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that was the majority of funds. And we're talking about serious funds, like a, a lot, a lot of, of, of EOS. And, and those and then, were all administrative uh, voluntary fees, right? So it's very- None of it was inflation. So it was like no. RAM trading. So the RAM trader, the maker and taker on a, a RAM purchase is getting a half a percent fee. So these yeah. are fees taken out of the system. It hadn't even- For, for functions inflation. within the system, right? So if you've never bought a <clears> premium name, uh, then you've never contributed to this. So these were all voluntary fees, uh, essentially collected by the network for services rendered by the network. And just uh, uh, another tidbit, we'll get to a question on this later, mm. but there's three and a half million uh, tokens accumulated in these accounts. Potential, yeah. Potential, and, that doesn't yeah. mean they'll ever get used. No, very unlikely. We'll get to the, the why and to the numbers later, but we're, we're talking about, you know, way more funds than than is even being close mm. to being uh, made available. If we're looking at 25,000 EOS maximum available per month, and through the data, we can see that most months, the 25,000 will not even be close to being used. We have plenty of, of leeway with that 3.5 million. I, I don't have the math in my head. Would that, at, at 25,000 years, if, so if, if, the if every single month from the first month, every single month by some kind of whatever, it works out that 25,000 is being given every single month. And for some reason, every following month, the block producers decide that the value was created and that they're putting another 25,000 in, it would take 12 years to deplete those. Um, someone in the chat asked if you could zoom in a little bit to make the text larger. Okay, how about now? Looks good. To me. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, I'm at 200%. I'm running a 4K <laughs> monitor. So, all right, I hope that that helps. Um, so yeah, so, so all that to say, if ever we were to have a system running for 12 years or 11 years, and on the 11th year, we're thinking, oh my God, the funds are gonna run out next year. We've essentially have 11 years prior to us of, of value created, that is not an issue. Essentially, these funds are not running out. That's not a problem. Mm -hmm. Plus, the idea is if they're creating value, ideally, the token price is going up, the value of EOS goes up, we, we at some point, most likely, will not be uh, you know, making a period budget of 25000 Perhaps that goes down. So essentially, unlimited funds. Mm -hmm. As with um, the, if the token went up, the proposal fee is also a variable that could be changed Correct. in the future. So Correct. I guess. So the proposal fee is a hundred EOS, uh, which it, you know it, it comes up to about three hundred US dollars right now at a current rate, give or take. Um, and one of the reasons why, or the, the main reason why for that, uh, is data uh, that came from Dash and that came from um, actually, well, it came from from the three sources from Dash, from Boss, and from the referendum. The idea is when you put a proposal fee, it really increases the quality of the proposals and it decreases the quantity of proposals. And those two uh, those two functions were, were really critical in, in designing this because the people that will be 
um, there, there's a cost to people to actually review the proposals, mm -hmm. right? It, it's attention. attention. And so when you have too much, too many proposals, what happens is that people are not paying proper attention to the proposals and it really limits the, uh, the quality of the proposals that are being put in and it really limits the amount of proposals that are being uh, looked at seriously and then uh, the amount of time that's being put into the system to actually uh, try to get some value out of it. There's a couple of reasons why I'll touch a little bit later, but those are the, the main reasons. It really lowers the amount and increases <clears throat> the quality. And in our conversation yesterday, we were talking about, do you get this fee refunded if your proposal is accepted? And the answer to that is no, but in like a, you could add it in your proposal, just add an extra 100 EOS. And even in your proposal itself, you could say that this is basically just to cover my proposal fee. Yeah, um, and, and Zach, actually, you asked a really good question yesterday. So you you asked me in Dash, the, the, um, uh, the, the proposal fee is five Dash. And you asked, does anybody really put in for from very, very small amount of proposals? Um, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. And I would say that it's unlikely. However, I have seen in Dash a proposal of six Dash get approved, which means the group was comfortable in putting up five Dash to potentially get one Dash. Uh, I mean, it just gives you an idea, not standard though, but mm -hmm. it is possible. Um, and then I guess the one other question people may have is, where does the proposal fee go? So the proposal fee simply goes into the EOS WPS account. So it doesn't go mm -hmm. to anybody. There's no administrative fee in the system. Uh, the proposal as, as like the WPS system that we've designed, essentially we're giving it to the community. Once the contracts are loaded on chain, they do not belong to us. There's nothing that's ours. It's, it's basically now at, at core base code uh, being, being run by the network itself. So the 100 EOS simply goes into the account. It doesn't go to anybody. Um, and essentially the idea is that uh, the next period, let's say it is successful and the block producers do determine that they want to fund the next period. Well, they wouldn't necessarily need to refund 25,000. If there were funds that weren't used in the previous period, they'd maybe, maybe the Delta is only 22,000 or maybe it's 19,000 or 5,000, whatever it is, it'll, that's why I'm saying as well that the chances of depleting the 3.5 million are, are extremely mm -hmm. low, extremely low. Right. Um, and that's kind of that covers the proposal fee. Now the passing threshold. So on my screen, you see right now it's plus two. That is not accurate. That is being fetched on chain right now from the jungle uh, contracts. The passing threshold is plus twenty. And so the idea behind that is that every block producer who meets the threshold, and we'll go. That's the last one. We'll we'll, we'll get into the next two ones. Have a plus one, minus one, or zero abstain vote for each proposal. Um, and so in order to get your proposal passed, that threshold needs to be plus 20 at period end. And plus 20, when we have roughly 60 block producers that are eligible to vote, that means that you're, it's, it's significant. It's, it's going to be very difficult. I really don't want to downplay how difficult it will be uh, based on data and based on kind of our projections, how difficult it will be to get passed. There is a lot of work involved. And there are many reasons for this. Um, one of them, again, being based on, on what we've seen in, in Dash and in Boss, is that in Boss, we went the route of uh, funding proposals after they'd completed the work. And there are a lot of issues with this because sometimes the proposals take many months to complete or, and by the time that that happens, then the, uh, the value of the token has changed significantly, which then really impacts the project and or uh, what we know as well, uh, based on data, is that most of these proposals, the funds that are actually being allocated for the proposal are going to the operations. So they're actually going to the, 
the, uh, the making of the proposal itself, whatever work is going to be involved. So we know that the teams are going to be selling that EOS most likely in order to fund the operations to do whatever it is they said that we're going to do. And so the having the funds up front was very important in this design. However, having the funds up front means that there's potential risk with having teams getting money or getting tokens and not delivering on the work. And so we really wanted to make sure that there's skin in the game. So again, going back to the proposal fee of 100 EOS, as well as make it very difficult for people to get uh, their proposals passed. Now, over time, the data, what we see as well, is that when a WPS system launches, there's more interest uh, in the beginning and over time interest wanes off and there's, there's less interest. So most likely what would happen is over time, those parameters that are set kind of on, on high secure mode right now, on difficult mode right now, would eventually be toned down if we see that the WPS is, is, is actually successful and is creating value. Mm -hmm. We'll get into some of the strategy that we think will be needed to get something passed later, but mm. that's that was a good conversation yesterday that I want to get into, but I'll, I'll let you continue. This is good. Sure. Uh, so yeah, again, so plus 20 uh, in or the delta of plus 20. So plus 20 doesn't mean that you simply need to get 20 eligible block producers to vote for you. Because if 20 vote for you positively and Zach, he thinks your idea is nope. not good and he downvotes one, now you're at 19. So you need another one. And then I also think your idea is not that great. Now you're at 18 because anybody can upvote, downvote, or abstain. And so it's very important that the delta is plus 20. So again, looking at data, we see that it's going to be very difficult to pass. Mm -hmm. On purpose, we did this in the beginning in order to be able to ensure that, uh, because the, the big concern is that this is going to be abused. So the, the parameters are much, much, much harder in the beginning in order to tone them down after a while. Should it be successful? If it's not successful, it just stops. That's it. Um, and then who gets to vote? So this was this was a uh, uh, this was kind of tricky uh, because we we went in in different directions with boss. So with and, and with the referendum, with boss and the referendum, we're looking at token holder weight. Uh, and what we see with that is that there's very limited participation, very low participation. And over time, we see that it even drops down even further. And so having token holder weight participation. Uh, is, is pretty challenging, is very difficult, um, and not really ideal. There's, I, I, and there's I, another thing I think that you brought up I, yesterday, I love which is really important. The transparency of this. So yes, like this is all, this is one of the most frequent questions I think I saw is why not, why, why use paid block producers to vote instead of token like weight? Mm -hmm. And the biggest difference here is that who are the whales? Like either way, you're gonna if you want anything to pass, like I don't know what the voting threshold is. I know like wax today, there's was I think 35% of all voting tokens. Mm. I'm not I'm not sure what BOSS's vote weight requires. Boss is 40% of active tokens. Yeah. But then you need to know who those token holders are. Exactly. Which and makes it very, very difficult. And even in boss, which is which is why I want to mention this as well. In boss, there was a pre-sale. Essentially give or take 50 groups were able to purchase 1 million boss tokens each. So we even know who the whales are. And even that was very, very difficult to actually get their attention and get things passed because they're not necessarily incentivized to do so. Within EOS, we do have incentivization mechanisms. They're the block producers. Mm -hmm. They are accountable to the token holders. And so a really prime example, again, based on data that we got from the referendum is that certain proxies are very large in EOS. 
And they hold so much weight that they were able to get uh, block producers at the time to vote on referendum. And essentially what they said is if you don't vote on all the referendums and on anything or everything, whether it's plus one or minus one, whether you agree or not, that's not so much what I'm concerned about is I want you to participate. And because they have that, that kind of the carrot in front of the block producers, it really ensured that people participated in the system. If they were whales or if they were simply token holders, there's nothing that that incentivizes them to participate. Plus there's that anonymity factor that you're talking about again, mm -hmm. who are the whales? Some people simply want to remain anonymous. Whereas the block producers are already elected on chain. They're already accountable to the system. However, we wanted to make one thing, um, uh, I guess there was a couple of design possibilities that we went through, but one thing that we chose upon at the end is really to flatten out the weight of each vote. So we originally, when we were in Rio, this is one of the, the, the two things that we changed from Rio. In Rio, the idea was that the tw top 21 would have a plus two, minus two, and that the other block producers that met the pay threshold of 100 deals per day would get a plus one, minus one. We've changed in the end so that everybody gets a plus one, minus one. So it doesn't matter if you're in first position or if you're in relatively 60th position, that's kind of the cutoff right now. It doesn't matter where you are in there, you have the same weight. What that does, and again, this is based on data from Dash, is that the type of proposal and the quality of proposal that is then brought forward and then approved afterwards is of much higher quality because it takes mm -hmm. into account a greater variety of different types of actors within the ecosystem. And what I like about that is, so most of our audience watching this are probably English speaking people who a lot of the assumptions are 30 through like 60s where all the good BPs are, all of the like legacy, like Genesis BPs. So they get the same vote weight as Huobi. I'm looking, I'm trying to find who's at the bottom today. I, let's see, who's last paid position today? Um, so the last paid position today is I think Crypto Lions or Gray Mass. So like teams like that, EOS Brazil, EOS DAC, EOS Canada, EOS New York. I think these are all teams that are pretty approachable. Um, yesterday after we got off the phone, I, I went through it and like, I think there is at least 19 BPs that like, I could just probably just message someone from the team and have a direct response. So they're all very active community BPs. So anyone watching this, they're probably the same BPs for you. I mean, I, I named some of them, but that, that'd be 19. I mean, you'd have to lobby them. You'd need a really great idea, great pitch, uh, but you're going to need a lot of support. There's going to be a lot of work involved in this, but it, it's not going to be impossible. I, I think I, I really appreciate the thought that went into this because it, it, like you said, it's very difficult, but not impossible. And I, I think that's a good place to be right now. And what we see as well uh, with, with data in, in Dash specifically, because there's so much data available, is that over time, the amount of participation uh, dies down. Uh, clearly, there's excitement at first. People participate a lot. By that, I mean more proposals, but as well as the BPs or the nodes that are voting in the system. Um, and so what we see is that over time, roughly 20% of all available nodes end up participating on every single proposal um, every month. And so uh, in our case, let's say there's 60 eligible BPs, 20% of that is, is 12, uh, but let's give or take 12 to 15. If 12 to 15 are always participating in each 
uh, proposal. Uh, every single proposal that's brought up, they either do a plus one, minus one, or abstain. Mm -hmm. uh, the abstain is very important as well. It still showcases that you've read the proposal and are still making a decision. It's, a, it's still a proactive uh, decision. And so what, what we see is that we'll, we'll dwindle down the amount of block producers that are participating in this. What we see as well with the data is that the block producers that they're more, are the most incentivized to participate are the ones that are a little bit lower ranked. Uh, because, because again, the, in, in, in our case, what we see with the data is that the proxies, especially the Western proxies, are typically keeping those block producers up in pay ranking. Let's and just... those proxies will most likely encourage those block producers to vote. So what this means is over time, likely what's going to happen, less block producers participating. The ones that are participating are the ones that, that you would be a little bit more familiar with in general. Mm -hmm. And again, because 25,000 is not, EOS is really not that much. Uh, the fear of, of the funds being misappropriated or misaligned or, or being used in nefarious ways uh, by the potential actors that, that would want to take this minimal, minimal amount of money will, will, will be so much work for so little reward. What we see in Dash, again, uh, Dash has its very, very, very different system because in Dash, all you need is a thousand Dash. If you have a thousand Dash, you've got a, a Bash master node. What we see is the exchanges have master nodes. The exchanges have a lot of master nodes. They have a lot of uh, votes potential and they don't participate. It's not worth their while. It's just too little, uh, too little reward for the amount of work required. And that again comes over time. Um, do we, that, that led me to a question someone had earlier. Let me, there, uh, there was one question that was brought up. Uh, I don't know if you want to put it on screen, uh, yeah, but me, somebody was asking why the, th the hundred EOS threshold, uh, it's, and it's, it's very simple. So we, we chose the hundred EOS threshold because it already currently exists within the ecosystem uh as as a threshold and it's really to prevent civil attacks if we were to make it that anybody who runs the command reg produce would be able to vote it'd be really inviting uh civil attacks as well we already have that 100 eos threshold within the ecosystem and it really is uh delineating who uh, is able to gather enough basically votes to represent the community we I, know I, that this it you know it's again rob does wonderful, wonderful work, uh, but we had to put the cutoff somewhere and really to reduce the amount of, of potential abuse and civil attack potential, we use the systems that currently are in place within EOS. What, what, would it, what were the alternatives that were discussed in, in coming up with the final decision to just do the paid BPs? Like what were some of the top, uh, I guess, runners up? The, well, the one that we had worked on with the most, again, with through the referendum and through Voss, was simply using vote uh, token holder weight. token holder, yeah, token holder weight. Mm -hmm. um, but then we 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 see that there are issues with that, and again, we really wanted to somewhat flatten out the the power is not the right word, but I guess the voting power of each entity that that's being able to vote and so if the idea is that it's already too concentrated in the top well then using token holder weight was not going to help i know that some people mentioned for example one one token uh, one token one vote um again that we see with data that this is not a good idea this even exacerbates the problem even more it, it really concentrates even further into into the top so this is really not a good idea um and there's more issues than that with that, but um, 
those were the main ones that were brought up. And then in terms of cutoff, we also thought again of, you know, why don't we cut it off at 50 EOS? Uh, and we ran the numbers and in order to be able to make 50 EOS, it was simply too easy for somebody to, you know, to even two or three proxies to get together and basically vote in 30 people uh, at the last minute. Uh, that, that current cutoff was, it just, it fit really nicely with the data that we have. And there's a reason why we have the data. We've been running this for two years now. Um, yesterday, we got into a pretty deep conversation. You hit on a tiny bit, but just run through that scenario of how difficult it would be. Like, let's say I'm Huobi and I'm trying to push something through and I basically sacrifice some of my own votes to like vote for like someone in like just outside of a paid position. How difficult would it be for the law? I forget if they lose the votes, how much EOS they lose. It's just you made it sound like a, a nightmare, basically. I, I, I can't repeat no what sense. you said. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. So, so you were asking, what about the, again, designing this system, one of the things that we really, really kept in mind was this will be gamed. People will try to game this. Like, so if we tried to design a system in mind with the idea that we're going to make it foolproof, we've already lost. This mm -hmm. is not going to happen. And so our base base requirement was at the end of the day, what the system needs to do is create more value than it extracts. So it creates more value for the ecosystem than it extracts out of the ecosystem. So even if the ratio of value created to value lost is even, let's say is 1.1 or 1.01, just to say a tiny bit more, the system is maybe not optimal, but it's still better, right? And so as long as it creates more value than it extracts out of the ecosystem. So what, what you were asking yesterday was what about, what if uh, you know, one of the top token holders, especially exchanges because they hold so many tokens, what if they at the last minute simply shifted all their votes to vote in new people, let's say 30 new people at the last minute to pass the threshold to then unvote them uh, after you know, they've gotten the funding or the, the proposal proof and then you know, put the, back, the votes back as, as they were. Um, so first of all, there, there's a couple of mechanisms to, to prevent that. Uh, one is that uh, new proposals cannot be created up until five days before the end of the period. So the idea that perhaps they could create a proposal at uh, you know an hour before period end and then do that very, very quickly with nobody noticing or nobody being able to kind of react to it, we've taken care of that by putting a five day beforehand. So new proposals cannot be put in um, if they're within that five day before period end close, you have to be before that. There's a, another reason why we put that in is so to protect uh, people. So if by accident you put in your proposal, you're in draft mode, um, and then you want to publish it. So that's that's kind of the term that we mm -hmm. use. If you want to publish it uh, and you click publish by accident, well, you wouldn't be able to click publish by accident at the last minute. Um, and then, oh, no, you just lost your administrative fee, right? Um, but going back to kind of, let's say, a malicious actor voting in people at the last minute, well, first of all, it'd be very, very obvious because you'd have a proposal that has nothing. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, it, you know, the votes change considerably. You've got 30 new actors that suddenly magically now meet the threshold. And they all, the only action they do is they go vote on a proposal and then they take 25,000 yields. Oh, the horror. That, and that's assuming a block producer like you or EOS New York, EOS Canada, and downvotes. Yeah, and doesn't downvote, right? Right, so that, that would be the assumption is that we don't notice that we don't downvote. But, okay, so let's say this were to happen. Okay, the horror, they took 25,000 EOS. Well, again, part of the, the security features that we implemented is the fund now, is the, the account now is empty of fund, 
the next month, the block producers need to again reapprove the system and transfer 25,000 EOS. They simply would not transfer 25,000 EOS mm -hmm. and they would simply kill the WPS. And it's the done. Experiment's it's, over. It's done. done. The, the experiment failed. Not only that, but then the actor that just did this would expose themselves. It would mm -hmm. be ridiculous. I mean, they, they would have way more to lose for what, for 25,000 EOS? Likely not the case. So, what would more likely happen then? What's most likely to happen is that they would drip the system dry slowly, right? If they're smart, because they're not stupid, they'd be doing this very, very slowly. And so they'd change the rankings over time and they'd put a couple of, of, of proposals in here and there uh, and then maybe take 500 EOS and 1,000 EOS. But, you know, think about it, okay? So they're like, they're now super manipulative for 500 EOS, 1,000 EOS, 2,000 EOS, wherever. Let's say that's the case. Again, if we would see, the block producers would see that the value created is less consistently than the value extracted from the system, it simply killed the WPS. It would simply cease to exist. So if we see that for one period or two periods, hey, wait a minute, like this is not making sense. We're not getting any value for the EOS that's been given out. And again, it happens the following month and the following month. Well, then you just no longer fund the system. And again, the experiment failed. So how do we ensure then, how do we add accountability to the system who goes about and actually reviews these proposals and sees whether or not they've done what they said they were going to do. So what, what, what they have in Dash is called Dash Watch. Uh, the Dash Watch group is a, is a group. It's a, it's a group of individuals that submitted for a WPS. They get funded to the WPS and they're essentially an audit group. They have standardized forms, standardized, um, standardized uh, reports. They go out, they do interviews on the proposals that have passed, that have gotten funding, and then they publish, uh, on, they publish on chain and they publish uh, openly, publicly, the their their findings, the standardized reports on whether or not uh, a team that got funded actually did what they said they were going to do. Um, now we don't have this upon launch, right? Because there's no WPS system yet. So what we are planning to do as the OS Nation is to fulfill that function for free. We will create standardized reports, go out, do the auditing, publish everything on chain. And then ideally, somebody sees this as an opportunity, not EOS Nation, and starts doing this, applies for WPS and says, I'm willing to do that function for X amount. And then the system then organically starts feeding upon itself. You've got an accountability team that's third party, not related to the block producers or anything, that's fulfilling this function for the chain. But again, at any point, if there were any suspicion of the of the system being taken over for the whatever, the 25,000 EOS, it would simply not be funded anymore. And it's not worth their while. 25,000 EOS is less than one block producers currently in the top 21 is making per month. It's insignificant. We're talking about minimal, minimal fees. But that 25,000 EOS in dollar value is about 75,000 US dollars right now per month. That does make a significant difference to developer teams who are looking to make something on EOS or help on EOS, but it is insignificant in the scheming uh, side of things. It's just not enough. But, it's but not worthwhile. Total, and I, I like, so EOS just has this giant market cap and liquidity and volume compared to all of the other projects besides Dash, I guess, that you've mentioned. I don't know Dash's volume today. It's um, quite, I mean, it's quite big, but it's, it's, I think it's, it's in like 11th place it, or 12th place. It's still pretty big. It's, I'm sure it's probably much bigger than all of the EOS IO chains with precedence of their WPS mm. and something that's always a worry with a lack of liquidity is like market depth. And like, like yeah. you said, the teams have to sell, like that's, yeah. this is funding. Like that's okay. Just like mm. a block producer has to sell to fund infrastructure. It, it's, it's what it is. 
but $75,000 over the course of a month, I don't even know how many zeros there would be in that decimal of the percentage of volume per month. It's nothing. It's, yeah, no, it's, nothing. It's, a, it's, a, it's a drop. Yeah, um, it's, it's a drop in the ocean. And so again, we designed this with that in mind. With Boss, we had that issue where at a certain point, there was simply not enough liquidity. And so teams who were asking for WPS funding, we knew that if they were to receive that funding, it would simply make too much of a dent in the ecosystem. In EOS, again, this 25,000 EOS is simply so low that you could sell 25,000 EOS every day if you wanted to, and it would make no difference to the, the grand, uh, I, I guess, uh, EOS market cap. Um, what, what type of projects as EOS Nation, because you have one of these 60 or so votes, like what mm. kind of projects do you expect to see proposed or hope, or hope, hope <laughs> to see it? People have been asking this and it's really difficult. Um, and it's not that I don't want to answer. It's I really don't know what to answer. So there's a couple of things that, that I think would be good. But again, until somebody proposes them, concretely because people have been reaching out and they've been throwing their ideas it's really difficult for me to say whether or not I, I agree to them when there's no significant proposal there's no skin in the game show them the proof of work. The time and yeah, like you've got to show me something right so again going back to the if we're going to create a system where you get funded at the onset then you also then need to have skin in the game and it comes in the form of that administrative fee as well as the work prior to publishing uh, in mm -hmm. Boss, one of the things that we saw was that uh, we didn't intend and we do not intend on creating a free handout system, which means you're going to need to work. That means that your proposal, likely you're going to need to get it translated. You're going to come, mm -hmm. you're going to need to come on everything EOS, <laughs> talk about your proposal and try to get some votes. Get by support from Colin Talks Crypto, yeah, nine and a half million votes. You want yeah. someone that could, could talk to the yeah. BPs and say, hey, I'm voting for you with my nine and a half million votes. Like, look at this proposal and vote yes, no, or abstain. You're, like, you're, you're not going to like, need yeah. to make marketing material. You're going to need to reach out. It's going to be incredibly difficult. This is not, you know, this is not really not to be taken lightly. So I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, and I guess I, I keep repeating that it's going to be difficult. It will be possible. It's realistic. It, 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 teams will get funded, but it will require a lot of work. And what we see with Dash is that over time, they have these Dash funded organizations, I think. Yeah, that was yeah DFOs. They're kind of like DACs or DAOs that have formed over time organically throughout the world, where these groups of individuals were all in a similar region and they all had kind of similar competencies and backgrounds. And so instead of... Uh, uh, trying to, to, to go for proposals by themselves or seeking funding by themselves. They're like, hey, Zach, you're good at this. I'm good at this. How about we join forces? And then when we do our proposal, well, we have your component in it, my component in it. And then, but you're good at marketing and I'm good at, you know, at, at let's say development or whatever. And I'm good at making, you know, pretty pictures, UI marketing, that kind of thing. Well, then how about we combine together? And then that makes our proposal a little bit stronger. And at the same time, what we see happens with that as well is that because these centers of expertise kind of, you know, form, then the level of trust also goes up mm -hmm. because then as a blog producer, when I'm looking at who do I want, you know, cause there, there's a, there's a, again, going back to that trust, do I believe, sure, your proposal looks good. And I think that the fund, the, the budget makes sense. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very elaborate, looks really good, but do I, do I think that you can actually deliver it? Well, over time, when you have these kind of groups combined together, uh, that level of trust of whether or not they're capable of delivering 
also goes up. Mm -hmm. And going back to that accountability, the, the dash watch equivalent, um, going back to the accountability portion, well, have you sought funds before? If you did receive funds, were you able to actually deliver on what you said you were going to do? Did you meet your milestones? If you did not meet your milestones, were you able to explain why? Uh, because we see in Dash as well, very, very important. Just because you weren't able to meet your, your, your milestones and just because you weren't able to deliver 100% of what you said you were going to deliver or because you, had, uh, you, know, you, you were late on certain things, doesn't mean that you won't get funded in the future if you're able to explain why. And so we've seen in Dash that teams have, uh, they have, because Dash is more kind of a, a, a money or they're trying to be money, they're trying to be a, a payment solution, then they have a lot of partnerships. And we saw, for example, teams that said that, you know, they were trying to do a partnership with a large hotel chain and they were going to be able to do this in a three month span and it didn't happen after three months, but they were able to explain why they still showcase kind of all the steps and all the work that they did. And they got funded again in the future because of that. Uh, because they were successfully able to justify why. So again, they increased that level of trust because they weren't random unknown actors. They didn't try to hide that, you know, it was, it, again, they, they were able to showcase what they could do. So that's possible. At the same time, we also see teams that weren't able to showcase why they weren't able to meet funding. Uh, they, they weren't able to, to meet their goals and they just never got um, funded ever again. And so that was a minus EV. That was a, you know, that was value extracted from the system. But over time, again, as long as there's more value created than value extracted, even if it's just minimal, even if the delta is just very minimal, the system in the end still wins. So let's let's go over some advice. There's probably a lot of people that are going to end up watching this. So we can't give ideas of the proposals because we want to see them. Uh, but you, you talked about some of like what you might need to do, form alliances, uh, group proposals together. Um, there was an aspect of uh, the WPS that you didn't mention. That was the um, recurring proposals. You could uh, propose Correct. for funding, like a, what it was it six months? Up to six terms, yes. Could you and so, um, so one thing that we saw with, uh, with Boss again is that uh, your project might be a multi-month project. You might, you, know, you might be saying that I, I need to do this for the first month, this the second month, this the third month, and then my project will, should take you know, four months or so of time. But I, in order to increase the trust and in order to kind of showcase this, that, that you know, I, don't, I don't need the funding all in the first month, well, maybe the first month, I just need 500 EOS. The second month, I'll need 1,000 EOS. The third month, 1,000 EOS. And the last month, 500 EOS. So you're able to break down your proposal into essentially different milestones up to six different terms. Uh, and even within the terms, you're even able to break down and showcase your budget. So again, if I'm reviewing proposals and I see somebody that's asking for 25,000 EOS, I'm sorry, but I'm downvoting that. It's very unlikely that I'll be uh, approving anything that's asking for the full amount available for that cycle. Good luck, but <laughs> you're not, you're not going to get my support. But if I see somebody on the other side that's showing, hey, look, I want to do this. It's going to take me four months to do here's even the breakdown and we allowed, we, we allowed for this in the UI, you can even showcase how many dev hours, you can showcase how many times, how many places, there's a bunch of different uh, unit available that you can showcase so that you can really break down your proposal into very, very granular milestone and budget pieces. So you can actually build a budget. Uh, um, and so people are going to be able to put for multi-period and the way that it works is if you get approved for the first period, so let's say you're able to meet the, the thresholds and you, you get funded at the end of that first period, you start the following period 
with the, the votes that you, you ended with. So instead of the system resetting for you, the system continues where you are. So if I'm a block producer and I still believe that you're capable of doing what you said you were going to do, and I'm not intending on changing my vote, I don't need to go any, do anything. I'm still voting positively for you because I voted positively for you before. However, if I no longer have faith that you're going to be able to do what you, you said you were going to do, I can then go and remove my, my vote. And then that can last for up to six periods. And the big advantage of that, I believe um, you said, you don't have to pay the $100 proposal fee every month. It, no. You'd pay it at the beginning. And like you said, just the same proposal carrying Correct. its votes through. So if yeah. people want to downvote you who upvoted you because they disappointed them, that could happen. However, if at any point you were to not pass a threshold for a period, that's it. You're done. So you're so even if you put for a six term, uh, six period um, proposal and you pass the first one and, you, you know, you pass the first cycle and you pass the second cycle and the third cycle, your votes are removed and you don't pass. Well, then tough luck. You're no longer like that's it. Your proposal, your proposal Next is done. Start fresh. And people asked as well, well, what stops people from always putting in for six periods? Well, because if you're putting in for six periods and I can see that your thing is going to be done in a month and you're asking for six times the amount, well, you're just asking way too much. I'm just not going to, again, just going to waste your hundred EOS. Mm -hmm. um, we already answered, Steve Smith in the chat asked this. I think we already answered this. Will there be a faculty for people who want to submit to review precious submission detail? I, I I'm not, hold on. Did, so you don't repeat the same mistakes. I think that was what you said ES Nation was kind of going to so do at the beginning. So being, you review. We intend on delivering this service uh, for free, uh, at least for, for a period of time, just like we built the WPS. Um, and there's, I mean, this is our offering to the ecosystem. This is what we can do. We intend mm -hmm. on doing the same thing with, uh, with our equivalent, let's say, version of, of Dash Watch. In hopes, though, and what we really do hope is that there is a group of third party of whoever uh, that actually um, takes from that work and then applies for WPS at some point and fulfills that function. And what we hope even more is that there's a second group and a third group that then competes and says, I can do a better job <laughs> than the first group. And that eventually, organically, then you have an accountability system built in that's actually funded by the system itself. Like a free market. And in basically. Dash, <laughs> uh, in, in actually, so in Dash, uh, I believe, I don't know, have the exact dates, but Dash Watch was not a part of the system for the longest time. And I think maybe for, for more than four years. So it's relatively new uh, as, a, as a functionality within the ecosystem. And even then they still justified continuing the system for four years. Uh, and so we are lucky in a sense with EOS for twofold. One is everything is hard-coded and Dash, they couldn't change anything. We're able to change things, but we are also able to piggyback off of five years worth of data and five years worth of experimentation on a chain that does have a significant market cap. At some point, Dash was uh, valued, don't quote me on this, but something like 1200 bucks or $1,300 per Dash. And Those they allocate the 5,000, yeah, they, they, they <laughs> allocate 5,000 Dash per month to this. At some point, Dash was allocating more than $5 million per month. We're, we're starting at 75,000. If you recall, at some point, Dash funded the NASCAR, uh, NASCAR and then Dash had the, you know, Dash NASCAR, uh, dash nascar so i mean we're, we're what we're starting with here and what we're proposing is mm -hmm. is very very small it's very minimal and it's dynamic like if like like you said dash was 1200 i don't know what it is now it's 
Mm. It's about $80. 80 now. So for them right now, so it's 80 times, uh, eight, eight times five, 40. So it's about, they, I, they give about 40,000, I think per month right now. Uh, and that's and been a static fees, number, regardless been of market. a static market. number. Can... It's been 5,000. And then in their case, also to, to give more data, Dash doesn't have a B1 equivalent. Uh, or sorry, Dash doesn't have a B1. Let's say. <laughs> so what they have is Dash for North America. So their B1 equivalent actually gets funded by the WPS. Um, and so of that 5,000 available every month, give or take half of that goes to their B1 equivalent. And to make things even uh, more interesting is that some months that group did not get funding. The system decided that they should not get funding that month. And so it, like, this is really, this is, this is really organic. It's a system mm -hmm. that really, um, uh, there's no preset what's going to happen. Um, I don't see any other questions. In the chat, uh, we, we kind of hit on all the ones I, I, I saved. I, oh, I, I got to give a shout out here, actually. One sec. Uh, where's my shared screen button? Okay, well, while you do that, I'm actually going to give a shout out as well. So a lot of why I'm able to um, and, and why we were able to build this and, and why I'm able to speak with, with so much, I guess, information and so much data. Uh, one of our ambassadors, Felix Mago, uh, who's uh, actually one, he's, he's in Dash, he's in the Dash ecosystem, very, very talented individual. Uh, I met him uh, for the first time in person when I went to Thailand last year for Boss to um, showcase the system that we were building. He has been working in the Dash ecosystem as, uh, as, as part of a Dash Thailand, I believe, as well as Dash Next. And so he's a proposer. Uh, he gave us access to kind of all his data from uh, the master nodes, from him himself being a proposer, from him himself receiving funding. He, I believe, even won kind of the Dash ambassador of the year last year, heavily involved. Uh, while we were in Rio, we also had other teams that were there that are actually Dash master nodes as well. So they were able to give us unparalleled uh, you know, access to information so that we could really, really model what was, this would look like in the wild, but using live data available. So big shout out to uh, Felix. <laughs> I actually got to give a shout out to you because I stole your content from my <laughs> voice post. I want to give a shout out to my man, David <laughs> Craig Schlossman, my top voice for my ES Nation post that I copied nice. and put on voice. So if you're on voice, follow this guy. He's got some good posts. I just uh, want to give a shout out, give some attention back for him mm. giving the attention to this post because it, it got a lot of these comments that we actually addressed nice. for for this particular show we're doing right now, a, a lot of the topics and objections and feedback came from that voice post. So mm. thanks, and David. Big for shout out to Attic Lab as well. Like this is not an EOS Nation alone thing. Attic Lab and us have been hand in hand working on this proposal now for months. So all of the front end that you see, that's all Attic Lab. So big shout out to those guys. Ooh, someone brought up something cool. Scott Harris Firestone. He's a voice guy. Um, would a third-party application like voice be able to create a pull type feature that links directly into the WPS with donation features, everything to fund the initial hundred? To, uh, this is this this is um, a bit complex. Anything's possible. Propose it if you want to build it. <laughs> I, I yeah I, I didn't even read the whole before thing. you propose something I would suggest that you work on your idea quite a yeah. bit uh, that you start doing some marketing that you start getting some community feedback that you really get a sense of whether or not that's going to get you know traction 
reach out to some blog producers that you know really get them to you know you, you take apart your idea find champions you find champions you find and we know that this is going to happen so the, again this was part of the design we know that some individuals and some blog producers are going to leverage their voice to get others to vote either for or against and so I, everybody has the possibility of doing this so that you know that for example if i really really like your idea and that i think it's amazing and that it should get passed I will champion it and ask other people, like, hey, by the way, like this idea should, you know, get your support. Please take the time to review it. Uh, but likewise, some people will, will, will look at ideas and say, this is terrible and it's gaining traction. Yeah. I recommend that you look at this and that you downvote this. So again, all of this mm -hmm. needed to be a part of the system because we know it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So instead of fighting it, incorporate it within the design so that everything is transparent, open, public, on-chain, and that we can... We can really see, um, you know, how the system behaves. There's, there's nothing that's off chain. That was a huge key component from this. And going back, you just said like the same way that you can call people and like you've built up a reputation over at, over two years of the main net before the main net really. You've built up this reputation. You're not going to destroy it by by pushing shit proposals. Like if you talk to someone who, who you've built trust with, you're not going to give them bad information you do that once and, and that's the last time they'll accept it but this at this in the same regard like you said if you see something really bad like the manipulation we talked about some some sock puppeting or moving of votes to get people into the top 60 or 62 or whatever it is someone like eve someone like kevin rose someone like us canada us 42 like they're gonna get on the horn and they're gonna call it like all of the bps that they are close with they're gonna say this is crap we can't let this happen let's protect our mm. chain down vote down vote down vote so one thing that I will preface though, just because it's in a language that you do not understand does not mean that it's evil. Uh, so what I what I really want to, to you know highlight to your viewers, just because it's in a different language does not mean that it's not good. So please do not push that narrative because likewise on the other side of the planet, just because it's not in their language does not mean it's mm -hmm. evil. And so that's always going to be a challenge in any system that we build is to incorporate features for translation and incorporate features that kind of take into account the cultural differences. Uh, and, and so just because something got passed that you don't know the team does not necessarily mean that it's evil. Likewise, that goes the same thing on, on the other side of the planet, right? So we, again, if you are not sure, and if you want to know, and if you want, you know, instead of making a post and saying that everything is is terrible, reach out to the people that actually might have, you know, an, an in or might know a little bit more, you know, a little bit a little bit better, or or have more information than you, and reach out to ask what they think before going out. All you know, uh, everything's falling apart. The sky's falling apart. I mean, if I, I'll do my due diligence for a lot of the people here. If I think it's crap, I'll let everyone know it's crap. And I, like, you don't have to trust me. Like, listen to a lot of people, but I, I think- And there last... will be likely crap ideas, but at yeah. the same time, crap ideas that are willing to waste $350, they'll be limited. All right. Um, let's answer this one question. I think we got to sign off here. So I asked you this yesterday, Casper Fish, can BPs proxy their vote to another BP? No, that is not a thing. Yeah. Uh, and so if, if I'm in the system right now, I cannot allocate or delegate my BP vote to somebody else. While I say that you can't do it, but sure, I could give you my BP keys. Yeah, so that would not be proxy <laughs> and it would be kind of silly, but that, I mean, that, that's, 
the same thing with anything, right? I could also give you my VP, my, my keys to my account that has a million EOS or 5 million EOS. You probably wouldn't do that, right? So the you answer know, is no, you, you cannot five, delegate. Yeah, you have 5 million EOS, if no, I didn't know that. <laughs> it's not, does not have 5 million EOS. All right. Um, <laughs> remove, so how many, remove nine zeros, it's probably closer <laughs> to the yeah. Um, we, we pretty much over an hour. I uh, usually try to cut them off in an hour, but I know ES Nation's doing a lot of other stuff. The WPS is just one small piece. You mm -hmm. want to plug the, the ES Nation proxy, ES Nation DSP. What else, what else is going on with ES Nation? So ES Nation uh, proxy, obviously, we just wrote an article again the other day. We we're talking about uh, our proxy and what makes it different uh, and how it is uh, what we believe uh, to be a quality proxy for many reasons, not simply for the block producers that we vote for, but also the way that uh, we, we uh, I guess, that the proxy is run, the code itself, what's on chain. The user experience is significantly different as well. So please check it out. Please uh, vote for Proxy for Nation. Uh, you no longer need to register. You don't need to any do anything. Essentially, you just vote for Proxy for Nation and everything is taken care of automatically for you. And then you start receiving your rewards 24 hours later at the same time every single day. Uh, the, uh, I get DSP, free CPU too, don't I? And you, and you do get free CPU as well. So not only do we remove vote decay on your behalf, we give you CPU. Uh, so that you are able to do a couple of transactions. Right now, where you're giving out less CPU than than we were uh, before, but yeah, you do you do get that functionality, uh, and so that's that's huge because then you no longer need to take care of your vote decay, which means you always get 100% of your vote weight. There's no management fees. We do not take anything for administration of the proxy. What you see is what you get every single day at the same time, uh, the same amount. Uh, we also do not charge any block producers that are on our proxy. And so if you see any block producer on there, we have seven right now that are being lifted over the pay threshold because of our proxy. They get to keep 100% of what they take. We do not leverage the fact that we're keeping them in pay position in order to, uh, what would be the word, in order to take or leverage <laughs> anything out of them. Uh, we, we do not charge block producers on our proxy. And so that also gives us the possibility to really remain um, impartial in terms of who we vote for really focusing on the ones that we do believe bring the most value in a multitude of ways well you're about uh, to talk you, i interrupted you talking about, about, you, talk about the dsp i should yeah, have interrupted so DS, you let's hear it dsp so yeah so uh, again dsp right now we're working on a, a couple of, of things uh with our dsp some more technical and others that are not technical at all so if you want to go check it out the uh do you have the 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 telegram channel uh there's a couple of them but in the telegram channels you'll give you an idea of what we're working on right now uh, we're working on some high level things uh, in order to help uh getting dap listed into some centralized exchanges as well as some more macro things at the economic level for dsps and for token holders themselves there's one more initiative we you have we'll, we'll save that for another episode uh it involves the killer of my headphones, but we will not go into more detail on this show. We will stay on topic. Um, thank you for joining me, Eve. I, I, I think I will do a call to action. Everyone, leave a comment. I know the live chat was pretty busy, but I need some comments here too. Leave a comment if you want to see Eve back on the show. So this show is very specific on the WPS, but I think we need a, a Rob and Zach style, like everything EOS, where we just run through all the news. I, I think we need one of those. So if you guys want to see that, Leave us a comment. If you haven't done so yet, smash the thumbs up, subscribe, all that fun stuff. If you're listening on iTunes, give us that review. Uh, and 
Follow Liquid Apps. Uh, if you if you're <laughs> building a project on EO, any EOS IO chain, shout out to Michael from EOS USA. I believe he deployed uh, Liquid X to Wax Testnet today. So mm-hmm. by the time you watch this, it's probably on the uh, Wax mainnet, and as mm-hmm. he's got the script ready, so it's probably going to be on Taylor's. It's probably going to be on both by the time you watch this. Shout out to EOS USA on that. Uh, that's all. That's all I got today. And if you want to follow us, Twitter at EOS underscore Nation, uh, Telegram EOS Nation, myself on Twitter Eve Larose EOS N, uh, all in one word. So Y V E S L A R O S E E O S N. And otherwise, yeah, if you're not too sure, everything EOS channel. I'm always in there, always reading the, the messages. Feel free to ping me, ping Zach if you don't remember what my name is because it's French, it's odd, and you're not too sure how to spell it does not matter. I'll help you out and I'll answer all of your questions. And again, Zach, thank you very much for having me on. This is awesome. It's always a pleasure. Uh, Basically, Zach and I do this offline. So why not just do it online and have all of you participating? How the show started is just offline conversations. We were like, let's just record it with me and Rob. Now we we had Rob. Now we got Eve. Let's go. Uh, We we close out the show a very specific way. You are like five timers. (laughs) So you know this. So until next time, I'm Zach Gall. I'm Yves LaRose, and this, and this is Everything, is everything EOS. EOS, and Go, Go EOS! <laughs> we got to work on the timing. <laughs> All right, I got to work on having the stop button. See you guys.